0: Good evening, Thursday night. This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Romans 15 in the NLT. Excuse me. (coughs) But first and always, we pray. Dear Lord, thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your son. We love him, we wanna serve him more. We need the Holy Spirit, Lord. You drive away the emptiness, the darkness, the depression, and you fill us with your satisfying, eternal love, and you give us your promises, and we're so grateful. And we hang on to you and we cling to you, Lord. You're our God. And we ask you now, as we read your word, that it may fill us with the spirit, fill us with joy and fill us with peace and give us a peace that passes understanding that no matter what our external circumstances are, that we will have joy and we know, Lord, you are coming and you are real and you said so and you promised and you are coming and you said so in Matthew 24. When you see all these things, look, lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Thank you so much for coming nigh us, Lord, and stay with us. We pray in the name of Christ. Amen. We serve a powerful God. Romans 15, living to please others. We who are strong must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. Sometimes we do say, okay, I don't care what other people think. We're going to do what we want to do. But I think the Bible tells us to be moderate in our thinking. You know, give it to God. If you're going to do something and you have to validate, you have to get validation from other people that are not really your friends, you know what? Forget it. You get validation from Jesus first and he'll bring you to those people or he'll bring people your way that will build you up. I think one guy said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future because the people that you hang out with may be the ones that pull you down. Um, you want to hang out with people that are going to build you up, but of course you're going to build them up too. It's a mutual thing. Verse 3, For even Christ didn't live to please himself, as the scriptures say, the insults of those who insult you, O God, have fallen on me. Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us, and the scriptures gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promise to be fulfilled. Yes, we have to wait. May God who gives this patience and encouragement help you live in completely, complete harmony with each other, as it is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus, that all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, how do we have unity without God? How do we have unity without the Spirit? How do we have unity without love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control? I submit to you that we cannot. It is impossible to have unity unless there are some kind of rules or punishment or law hanging over your head that if you step out, alive, step out of line, boom, you're going to get slammed right back into a line. So the thing is that without God's love in your heart, the only thing that can keep us together is law, and even that uh, can change. Um, verse 6, Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept each other just as Christ has accepted you, so that God will be given glory. Remember that Christ came as a servant to the Jews to show that God is true to the promises he made to their ancestors. He also came so that the Gentiles might give glory to God for his mercies to them. Yes, that's right. I'm so grateful for Jesus. He's so real to me. I know that he's real. And I know that my Lord doesn't lie to me. When I read the Bible, and I'm reading you in Version Bible, I'm reading in the NLT, just the story of Jesus. I thought I'm just going to go back to Mark. I'm going to read Mark and just before I go to sleep, I just read it and it's just a joy. You know, I do like the Bible plans. I do like right now media. My church gave me right now media and uh, it's a little bit pricey, but the church is paying for it uh, through, you know, through the um, resources that it has. And it's just awesome, right? There's so many good teachers on there. There's so many good teachers, men and women who are Christian Bible teachers and they have so much good things to say. And I think that if we just marinate ourselves in God's word and prayer, and reading the scriptures and it will will just naturally, goodness will flow out of us and God will transform us and we'll want to be able to deal with the world. That is what the Psalmist meant when he wrote, For this I will praise you among the Gentiles, so I will sing praises to your name. And in another place it is written, Rejoice with this people, you Gentiles. And yet again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, praise him, all you people of the earth. in another place Isaiah said, The heir to David's throne, Will come and he will rule over the Gentiles. They will place their hope on him. I pray that God, the source of hope, will find you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul's reason for writing. Verse 14 I am fully convinced, my dear brother and sisters, brothers and sisters, that you are full of goodness. You know these things so well, you can teach each other all about them. Even so, I have been bold enough to write about some of these points, knowing that you all, need, that all you need is this reminder. For by God's grace, I am a special messenger from Christ Jesus to you Gentiles. I bring you the good news, so that I might present you as an acceptable offering to God made holy by the Holy Spirit. So I have reason to be enthusiastic about all Christ Jesus has done through me in my service to God. Yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me, bringing the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I worked among them. They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's Spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem all the way to Iliacrium. My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard, rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. I have been following the plan spoken of in the Scriptures where it says, Those who have never been told about him will see, and those who have never heard of him will understand. In fact, my visit to you has been delayed so long because I've been preaching in these places. Paul's travel plans, verse 23. But now I have finished my work in these regions, and after all these long years of waiting, I am eager to visit you. I am planning to go to Spain, and when I do, I will stop off in Rome. And after I've enjoyed your fellowship for a little while, you can provide for my journey. But before I come, I must go to jerusalem to take a gift to the believers there for you see the believers in macedonia and Achaia have eagerly taken up an offering for the poor among the believers in jerusalem they were glad to do this because they feel they owe a real debt to them since the gentiles received the spiritual blessings of the good news from the believers in jerusalem they feel the least they can do in return is to help them financially as soon as I delivered this message and completed this good deed of theirs, I will come to see you on my way to Spain. And I am sure that when I come, Christ will richly bless our time together. I'm just, I'm so grateful to be a Christian. I remember a long time ago, I was reading Bible.ca and I was like, I think I want this. I just want the simple message of Jesus. I don't want all this stuff and all these, you know, laws and all these rules and all these harmeneutics. Uh, I don't want to be lawless. It's just too much for my little brain. I was never really that smart. I, I can only take so much information and then my brain just seizes up. But you know, just when I was reading that and I just feel like I'm just so grateful to God that I'm part of something so much bigger than myself. And I'm part of a church that has, you know, Caucasian people, Spanish people, black people, the all kinds of people. God loves all kinds of people, <clears throat> you know, and I'm just very grateful to God. It's a privilege to be a Christian. Sometimes I feel kind of lonely or sometimes I feel like, oh boy, things just didn't go the way I wanted. I had to look up my old house, the old postal code, um, because I have to do, like our church has insurance and in order to have insurance, we have to, people have to do, you know, police checks and they have to do like plan to protect because that lowers the insurance. Right. So I had to look up, um, you know, in order to do the police check, you have to show them where you've lived for the last three or four years. And so I had to look up my old house and my old postal code. And when I found found my old house, um, the pictures that they're using there, because it's for rent and the rent has gone up quite a bit. I think it's 3,300 per month for that house. I don't know if it includes everything or it's just renting the house. That doesn't even include the utilities. Uh, the pictures they were using were the pictures that we used when we were moving. And it brought back some happy memories. You know, when we went there in 2016 and the kids were smaller and, you know my wife and I were together and I felt happy I felt sad I felt like crying a little bit I felt angry that it had been taken away from me because there's when I started to study you know there's when I started to really you know study and say you know Lord you know what um, I mean I'd studied before living in the other town but then we'd moved to that town I'm talking about now uh, before I came to this other town which is between the two towns and that's where I was really studying and that's where I that's where my marriage came apart, and I just felt like so angry. It's like, Lord, you know what? It was taken away from me. And, um, you know, and I felt angry. I like, wish I could go back to those times. Like, I'm romanticizing the past a little bit. And, but when I read this here, I realize, you know what? I wouldn't trade. I love my children, and I hope to see them again. And I wish my ex wife the very best, but I wouldn't trade um, that for what I have now. I wouldn't trade it because Jesus has to be first. I had to get Jesus correct. When you get Jesus right, you got everything else. If you get him wrong, I don't know what to say to you other than for my own, I can't. Where am, well, I can't go back to the way I was before. Um, you know, I just heard somebody say, Jesus plus something equals nothing. If you want to add to the gospel, it's useless, it's worthless. If you want to take away from the gospel, it's useless, it's worthless. I came from a church, Judaism for Gentiles. Maybe I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but it's a waste, okay? Jesus plus Judaism for Gentiles is worthless. It's a worthless, mushy, pablum gospel that has Jesus and, and, uh, you know, having to um, be second to some dead prophet woman, queen of heaven. And that's just ridiculous. Like, that's what Second Corinthians 11.3 says. When you preach another Jesus, you preach another Jesus that has to be propped up or supplemented by somebody else or has to bow down to somebody else. My Jesus doesn't have to bow down to anybody. He's supreme in the heavens and he sits next to, as it says, God our Father. Right? This is what it says right here. It says, Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. There ain't anybody else in there just the Holy Spirit, there ain't other, any other person of any other, of any other um, religion in there. And I could name names, but I don't feel like it right now. I'm just so grateful to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't, I don't wish to condemn any human beings or any souls. I wish to condemn aberrant theology, aberrant thinking, and just plain flat-out lies. And I could condemn the devil because he's the one that gets people to think of these lies. Verse 30, dear brothers and sisters, I urge you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to join in my struggle by praying to God for me. So we all join together. When we are Christians, we, we all have a struggle. We have a common struggle against the common enemy, and that's who we need to fight, not each other. And I don't even really want to fight people who think that they're in, in some, even people who are in aberrant theology who are probably Christians, but they're dormant, they're sleeping, and Bible says, come out of her, my people, Revelation 18.4 come out of aberrant theology come out of a church that has another person who says they're speaking for god that's a no-no the only person speaking for god today tomorrow and forever is jesus christ our blessed lord our lord and savior for we praise him and god our father the blessed lord the blessed father of our lord jesus christ verse 30 do this because of your love for me give to you given to you by the holy spirit pray that i will be rescued from those in judea who refuse to obey god Pray also that the believers there will be willing to accept the donation I am taking to Jerusalem. Then, by the will of God, I will be able to come to you with a joyful heart, and we will be an encouragement to each other. A joyful heart. I think that all the Christians in the world should join together with a joyful heart. And I know i got some relatives in California who are having Thanksgiving and enjoying their Thanksgiving, and I'm happy for them. I'm not part of it. I'm not there. I can't go to California. I have no money. And I just, I pray for them uh, that they will realize the Lord Jesus Christ is the only person that they should have in their church in their hearts. Verse 33, and now may God who gives us his peace be with you all, amen. God bless and God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time. I hope you and Jesus enjoy each other because that's what I want people to do. God bless.